Welcome to the Middle Leadership Podcast, where we talk about different topics to help you grow as a leader. Welcome, yeah, welcome to the first episode of the Middle Leadership Podcast. I have invited my friend uh, Jeremy Earl uh, to be with us this morning. Hello, everyone. And uh, I invited him to talk about a couple things. Uh, he is a parent of a sixth grader now, which is just blows my mind. It is blowing our minds as well. <laughs> Doing it all over again. Yeah. Yes. And um, he has had a lot of ministry experience. So I uh, just wanted to get his thoughts on a couple things as regards to ministry and parenthood uh, and how to partner with parents um, in, in different ways. Uh, so... I guess my first question is, as a parent, why, why is it important that we have middle school leaders? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think um, when I think back to my own adolescence and I think back to my own years in middle school, I, uh, I was pretty aware as a, as a kid of what uh, my parents thought. I knew their boundaries. I knew my parents' rules. I knew um, as best as I could what uh, life was about, what things were valuable by the way my parents shaped me, my, the way they raised me, um, what our rules were. I could tell how important homework was by the way they put boundaries and structures on homework. Um, but you spend a lot of your time as a kid growing up, you spend a lot of hours in school with friends. And so um, you, as an adolescent, when you're growing up, you have these two um, not always complementary worlds that you live in, your, your home world, uh, where you have the parents are in charge and they set the values and the direction of what's going on at home. And then you live a lot of your life in these circles of friends, moving through hallways and classrooms and cafeterias with other kids, uh, sports teams, extracurriculars, all of that. And your friends have their own set of values. And of course, the values of a group of adolescent sixth through eighth grade boys, girls, uh, don't always line up a lot with what your parents have as far as rules at home, what's valuable, what's most important, where their energy goes. And so you have these two um, worlds that pull against each other often, sometimes maybe complementary, but for the most part, they're at odds. And so thus you have adolescence, which is a very tumultuous time of life where students are trying to find something um, something firm to anchor themselves in, something uh, that makes sense, something that makes them feel valued. They want the acceptance of their friends, but of course you want your acceptance at home as well. But when both worlds require different things of you, there can be a lot of tension there than trying to navigate those two things. So um, what often happens, I think at least in our culture then, is there are these unique moments where we have um, a third perspective or maybe even kind of a third arena or a third world that can be introduced into our lives. And a lot of times that comes through um, coaches. Uh, it can come through teachers. Um, a lot of people look back to that point in their life and they'll realize how influential a specific coach was or a teacher was um, in their life. Or maybe it was a camp counselor or something like that. And I think um, that's so significant because they're looking for this perspective that can help them navigate the tension between how I feel pulled to be one kind of person at home, 
how I feel pulled to be another kind of person when I'm with my friends. And so uh, the opportunity for youth coaches is to step in this unique role and be that third voice that can help really give insight and clarity to um, a student who is, again, largely being pulled between these, these other two worlds. And sometimes it's that third voice that can bring so much perspective and so much clarity. Um, so, you know, for me, uh, as a parent, having had one son who's gone through middle school ministry and having to already have the chance now, even as he's a high schooler, to still look at those people who I know, that's that third, vo- that's that third voice um, in, in his life. Uh, I know now getting ready to do it again, um, with my second oldest, um, I'm, I'm so anxious to see who are going to be these people who, you know, come out in his life through the things that uh, he's, he's involved with, because, uh, there's just a tremendous amount of potential and, and a youth coach. Um, I mean, I know for me, when I was in high school, uh, had one of those that was incredibly influential in my life. And, um, and so I, I know as a parent to be looking for that because often, they're going to be some of the, they'll be some of the people who will be the deciding factors as they, uh, as our kids try to figure out their identity uh, between who their parents are shaping them to be, who their friends groups are shaping them to be, uh, and where they actually, where they actually end up. Wow, that's, that's amazing. That's really good stuff. Now, uh, so what kind of traits are you hoping that person has for your son? Yeah, the, it it begins with, um, and I think this is the most I know working with college students who I, I even try to encourage to consider youth being becoming youth coaches as a way of serving in the, the church community. The the most accessible trait that I think anyone can have um, is just um, someone who's willing to put in the time and interest, you know, in, in kids. And so, first of all, the, the traits in, in a youth coach. Um, if if a youth coach shows up regularly to serve, they have they have done half the work right there. Uh, being consistent and being able to, uh, you know, be able to regularly be part of a, a student ministry community or in a core group or whatever uh, specific area they choose to serve, that goes a, a long way when kids see people show up. Someone who doesn't have to be there, but they're here every week. They're here to, you know, they've, they're here Either they've learned my name, they're working on learning my name, they're asking about, you know, my team and how things are going, um, or, you know, my dog that ran away last week, whatever it is, they're, take, they're here and they're taking an interest in my life. And I think um, sometimes we, we, we tend to think that uh, what it takes to be a great youth coach is some sort of like, just like sage wisdom that has like all the answers to all the questions, and that's just not the case. Um, the, the time in and the, the love for uh, another person and their story um, is just is just so highly valued, in, in, especially in the lives of these adolescents. So for someone older to just take an interest in them and their story and how their life is going is, is tremendous, um, is tremendously valuable. That's, I mean, that's amazingly true. Uh, if you think about the influential people in our own lives, uh, a lot of times it's just someone that's there for you, not necessarily having the right answers, but along for the journey and, and wants to be a part of your story, a part of your life. That's huge. That's huge. That's a big win. I guess my uh, next question for you, um, as a parent, uh, we have two kinds of groups that listen, Sunday morning groups, uh, meeting weekly Sunday mornings, and then core groups that meet throughout the week. Um, 
those different types of leaders, how can they partner with parents? Is there good, is there good ways, good avenues to partner with you to, to help make that third voice consistent with the home voice? Yeah, I think, um, so to, when we talk about partnering with parents, um, that's obviously, you know, the parents are the primary, um, influencers in the life of, of these kids. And so our goal is really to, um, be there to, to assist. And I think when we, um, one simple way is to both in both our conversations, if as a youth coach, as a con- in conversations with the students who are serving and in conversations with the parents, um, when we have those opportunities, because those opportunities don't obviously come along as often. Few and far between for sure. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, the, the simple, I mean, the simplest thing is, I think, is to constantly have, um, just be acknowledging that that relationship exists in our conversations with them. So as a youth coach, I want to be asking my kids about their home life. I mean, that's a part of what I want to ask about. I want to know how school's going. I want to know how sports and everything else is going, but how's things going at home? And just to make sure that they understand, hey, this person who loves me and is showing up for me obviously thinks a lot of this this home life that I have. And so just even talking to kids about their relationships with parents, giving them simple questions about their week and how things are going. Um, that's a, I mean, that's a great, a great way to, for, to help kids think about their relationship with their parents. Um, and then that serves back into the parents as well. When we have the opportunities to meet parents sometimes for the first time, or if it's like in a core group and you have a better chance with pickup and drop off, maybe to rub shoulders with, with, uh, mom or dad or whoever's, um, dropping them off there, um, to just ask the parents, you know, more than just, Hey, see you next week. I just ask the parents, you know, give them a tidbit of what you guys talked about or just share a story about how, yeah, you're, you know, I heard that, you know, you, you know, your dog got hit by a car last week or, or whatever and open the parents' minds to the fact that you are actively getting involved in life stories with their child. Um, and so a lot of the parents will be ready to jump on this. A lot of times parents are just in a mindset of, uh, of drop-off pickup mode and they're just trying to get to the next thing to keep life running smoothly. But in time, as you engage with them and you tell them stories about their kid, you're going to be you're going to be on their radar. You're going to be someone they realize, wow, this is someone who loves, loves my kid is invested in what my life is fully invested in kind of revolving around, um, right now. And that's going to be of tremendous value for, for those conversations, I think down the road. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's a great few nuggets. Um, I really appreciate you stopping by and, and dropping some knowledge on us. Um, (laughs) <laughs> knowledge bombs. Uh, thus, that is more than enough to think about as, as a group leader uh, to know, one, your value and just being consistent, and, and two, knowing that you can influence beyond just these kids. Uh, stopping and like talking to the parents, like Jeremy was saying, is just a huge deal. Um, not only for the kids, but for the parents as well. Um, but yeah, it's gives, it opens up the door for a lot of opportunities. So. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me today, Tyler. Indubitably. Outro music. Out, outro music. Outro music. We're out.